Welcome back to the Kingdom Podcast Show. Your host is here, Roderick Smith. Hey, listen, we are so excited about this episode. Hey, listen, have great content want to bring to you today. We're talking about the anointing, the difference between giftings and anointings. You don't want to get it twisted. Giftings are good. We love giftings. But let me tell you something. Where the rubber meets the road, where you really make an impact in our culture, in our society, is the anointing. Whatever you do, you want to do it and do it with the anointing. I am here today to inspire you, inform you about the importance of operating in the anointing. You know, David had something profound to say about the effects of what the anointing did for him. The same effect is true for all of God's servants, no matter the field or the calling, whether it is in government or business, the arts, education, or sports, or so forth. King David made this statement. King David said it like this in Psalms 92.10. But my horn, which is the emblem of expressive strength and stately grace, he says, you have exalted like that of an ox. I am anointed with fresh oil. Why don't you go ahead and decree and declare that over your life? I've been anointed with fresh oil. That means I operate with the freshness. I'm not like the world. I'm different. I I am making a mark. I'm making my footprint in society the way God have called me to be. Hey, listen, the words here in this content, the words even in David's Psalm 92.10, the words are so revealing. In examining a few of the leading commentaries when I was studying for this episode on this verse, there is a mutual agreement I I had to come up with that the emphasis is not about the wild ox here, but rather the idea that you have made, he says, me very strong. You have made me very strong. How did he do it? The anointing brings joy. So there's joy in the anointing. God calls it the oil of bliss or joy, which according to scripture is our strength. Nehemiah 8.10. So listen, we're going to move just like that. I want you to listen in on a conversation that is already going on in this episode. So stick and stay. Open up your spiritual eyes and ears that you may hear the word of God speaking to even to you. Hello and welcome again to the Kingdom Podcast Show. I'm so excited about today. Uh, I get a chance to uh, come to you guys to talk about a subject that I really love talking about, and that subject is the anointing. Um, We hear that word thrown around quite a bit throughout all of our lives. If you've been in any kind of church setting at all, at some point in time or another, you've probably heard a sermon or you've heard a teaching on the anointing. Well, today we want to um, talk about that, have a conversation about the anointing, especially when it comes to uh, talking about men and their place in society. And there is an anointing that is on all of us, whether we operate in our God-given abilities or giftings, the anointing 
uh, increases whatever level that you operate in the natural in. Um, there are some certain athletes that are just exceptional athletes. I mean, uh, even when they were a baby, you notice something about them that was different. They, the way that they played with their toys and you give them that first basketball or football. And it was something about that child that was different from all of the other children. Maybe a family of five or three or four. Uh, there was this one child that when you gave him that football or basketball, um, he was different with it. You noticed something. Uh, he wanted to play with it all the time. Uh, he learned himself, taught himself how to bounce that ball uh, or how to throw that football. You notice that um, when he ever he was out uh, playing and uh, running and just being different in a real way that something special about that kid. And then as they grew, you notice that even the more there's something really standing about this individual. And so as time goes on and I'm illustrating this for a purpose, because when we're talking about giftings and we're talking about the anointing, there are people who are gifted in many things. And there are certain areas of their gifting. You can really tell there's something special about that. Now, when we add in pride, because a lot of times with giftings, pride usually sets in. I mean, let's be for real. It really does. Uh, I would be remiss to tell you that it didn't because I know I've seen it and I'm sure you've seen it. Giftings and abilities, sometimes pride sets in. So there's a different type of boldness that we want to um, kind of expound on in this episode because we have to be careful when we're talking about giftings and anointings. There is a difference. And when you've seen that, and I'm, I'm, I'm right now I'm just really um, kind of uh, making this illustration around a church setting because I believe that's important. Um, everything should start with the church. Um, God has given us abilities as individuals. He's gifted us. It is um, our heart's desire, or it should be our heart's desire to fulfill the passion in which God has given us for our giftings. Because when we study, the Bible says to study, to show yourself approved, um, that means you have to make time. Uh, anytime you want to pass a test, you have to study for that test. You heard some people say, well, um, this individual, um, you know, didn't have to study. It just comes natural. Uh, there's a gifting there. And it must be stewarded because you don't want to just always rely on your God, your uh, ability, your gifting, not just rely on that. But God has given you something that is a start to many things. 
And so where am I going with this? What am I saying? Uh, we were talking about the individual uh, that had the child and the child you watched this child was different. And then this child grew up and went on and did some professional stuff. And in that professional stuff, of course, there had to be a level of education that had to go to the next level, meaning going into college, maybe junior college, um, university, then get out and start operating in what era, ever area that they've been gifted in and start to excel because of the things that they have been taught. And once they uh, really settle into their education and their abilities and giftings, then that anointing kicked in. Lives started being impacted by his or her ability of what they had studied. And so why am I saying this when I'm talking uh, in a setting uh, for men becoming stronger, healthier, inspired by God's word, I'm saying this is because there is a calling on all of our lives. I'm going to say that again. There is a calling on your life. There's a calling on my life. It is our best interest at this time. I mean, there are so much that's happening in the world today, which need you, which need me. God has given us the ability to be and make an impact in our culture. So some people might say, well, you know, I'm not gifted at this and I'm not gifted at that. I'm not a well-spoken person. My education level doesn't go as high as his or hers. Stop it. Yeah. God has given you an individual identity to impact the culture. You and I was born for such a time as this. I love it. We were born for such a time as this. Right now, at it's almost 6 o'clock on November the 5th, 2022, God has given me the ability to bring this episode to all of my listeners for such a time as this, to bring to awareness that he is yet alive. His power is more alive today than it's ever been and ever will be the same word that he's spoken over your life. Even before you or I was born in our mother's womb is still true today even more than ever. It is true. You are who God has called you to be. What you've done is not who you are. The things you've said, the places you've gone is not who you are. In other words, it's not your identity. And so the calling on your life is to find what God has called you to do. And once you find that, the true success, I know there's a lot of things that we strive to be successful in, but the true success is knowing your identity in Christ Jesus. The footprint that God has called you to make an impact in our society is still relevant today. 
Yes. So here it is. When we operate in our anointing, operating in your anointing is so important. First of all, what is the anointing? Let's talk about that. What is the anointing? What is my anointing? You know, how do I find that out? The anointing, the Bible says, breaks yokes. The anointing causes that which is not to be. It creates the anointing. Wow. When we talk about the anointing, that something inside of you ought to just really be excited because God is doing something right now with the anointing in his people. We've got to pay attention to the signs that he's giving us in our society. We've got to start listening for the voice of God because the anointing is right there. It's, it's right there. All you've got to do is reach up and grab it. The anointing. The anointing. God has called each and every one of us operating in our God-given ability. The anointing. It goes beyond the natural realm. This is a spirit thing. It's a spirit thing. We are in a battle. We are not weaponless. The Bible says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty. (laughs) Mighty. You have a mighty weapon. It is not carnal. It is not conventional. It's mighty. We have a mighty God. We have a holy God. One like none other that has equipped us even before we were formed in our mother's womb. Everyone has a God-given anointing. It's like the many flavors. When I say flavors of the world, talking about races of the world, black, white, Latino, Oriental, Indian, all of us were created for purpose. We all matter. I said it. We all matter. So the days of looking down on someone and, you know, because of their educational level or the race that they may be, the color of their skin, the texture of their hair, their educational level, all of this is irrelevant with God. God hath called all of us to make an, an impact. Everyone has a God-given, God-given anointing. You have an ability, no matter what flavor, what race that you are. As an individual, our giftings are specific for the culture in which we live in. You were created, again, for such a time as this. What is such a time as this? Right now, 
all of the chaos that's in the world, God will give you the answers to solve them. He will give you the ability. He will put people around you. You may not have it, but there's somebody that has it. And if you will get in his presence, call upon him, trust in him, even when you can't trace him, trust him. Repent, turn from wicked ways, become who he has called you to be. Doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter what you've said, where you've gone. Like I said before, God has already called you for a specific reason. Many times things in our lives that plans and aspirations that we have tried to make work for us. I'm talking about, you You know exactly somebody out there that tried things on their own. You haven't consulted with God, but you tried it on your own. It didn't work, so you tried it again. It didn't work. There's a reason why. God was protecting you because he had greater things that will overshadow what you thought. Because many times our plans are smaller than the plans that God had for us originally. See, there's a measure of faith that we all have to operate in. A measure of faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing. So you've got to get in a place to hear God's voice. As an individual, you have a personal identity. So much that it will impact our culture in positive ways. I'm going to say that again. As an individual, you have an individuality, <clears throat> excuse me, an identity to impact our culture in positive ways. You know, you can go out and you can do some crazy stuff. You can do a lot of negative things. And people remember that. But when you do something positive and you allow God to be in the midst of it, think about the lives that you can touch. You know, we're enjoying a lot of things in our society today is because there was somebody that said, you know, I want to do it right. I want to impact the world. I want to be a blessing. And so they put it on their heart. They got the education. They listened. But as they were planning this, maybe along the way, finances was a problem. They didn't know where they were going to get it. You know, because of your giftings, think about a scholarship. If you're gifted to be an athlete or something academically and you get a full ride scholarship that was something that you did well you did it well that they said you know if you're going to operate like that I want you to come here to this college and we're going to pay for everything all you've got to do is keep doing what you're doing keep on learning because we have uh, some things in our culture in our society that needs fixing and we need apostolic, powerful minds like you to go out and duplicate this. And so if you'll stay on track with this, we will pay 
all of your expenses for college. Get a great education at our school. That's basically what a full-ride scholarship does. And let me tell you something. The same goes with God. Right now, there are so many individuals that are operating way below where God have called them to be. And God is saying, stay on the natural, stay on the straight and narrow path that leads to righteousness. Stay on the narrow, the narrow path that leads to righteousness. That's why he says, In Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto who? You. You've got to stay on that narrow path that leads to righteousness. You've got to seek it. Even when you can't see, seek it. You pray even when you don't see what you prayed. Stay there. There's a reason many times we go through the wilderness of life. It's not to shame you. It's not to harm you. But it's to bring you into the fullness of what God hath for you. That's what he did with the the Israelites. You know, he could have taken them straight there to the promised land. But he allowed them to be there because many of them that started out with them, their mindset was not where God was sending them. They wouldn't know what and how to do it unless those individuals had to die out because their mindset was back in Egypt. They're on their way to a promised land. And so Egypt mindset wouldn't work there. And on top of that, there were people who would distract them along the way. God took them around 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. Imagine that. 40 years when they could have went straight to the promised land, but they would have encountered some things that they were not ready for because of their mindset. So the anointing, breaks yokes. uh, It takes an anointing to do and fulfill what God had called you to be and to do. And many times the wilderness is our test. Many times we start with small things. That's why the Bible says despise not small beginnings because many times that's a big impact when you're talking about the abilities and the anointings to do things, you know, the, the gifting and ability to play an instrument started with someone noticing a talent either in themselves or someone noticed it in the individual. And so they, the, an instrument was bought at that time. And then through much practice and getting better, guess what? A full fledged musician and composer was manifested. And then it goes on with an anointing when you realize and understand that, hey, this is what God had called me to be. Um, I'm going to get paid at this. It's not because I'm greedy, but it's because the world needs to hear this type of music being 
an influence on a culture that is going down. And so why am I saying this? Because right now, as we speak, there are individuals who are being misled by Satan. They've taken those detours. Remember, I told you it's the straight and narrow way to righteousness. But you can take the detours. You can take the different uh, tentacles and veins along the way, but it, it leads nowhere. It leads nowhere. But when your, your, your mindset and your focus is on righteousness, but seek ye first the righteousness of God. Mm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added. Anything you desire, anything you want that edifies, magnifies God, it's going to be there. If you don't have the money, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You don't have the, you know, the means to pay for the education. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If you need a a, a helpmate, seek ye first, but seek ye first (laughs) the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You don't know how to do it, but you want to do it. And you want to give God the credit for it? You want to give him the honor and the praise? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Such So, so powerful when we think about it. You know, your individual anointing will stand out. You know, you'll have a different fingerprint, a different footprint, in society when you stay with God or you can follow the ways of the world and you'll have the same sound as they do. You'll do the same thing that they do. You'll be going to the same hell that they're going to, or you can be an individual who's going to keep his mind set on God and do things in his way. And you'll have a unique sound. You'll have a unique program. You'll have a unique church. You'll have a unique family that represents the kingdom of God and his righteousness and anything you need. The Bible says all this will be added unto you. You will go lacking nothing, nothing broken, nothing missing and nothing lacking. Your prayers will be apostolic prayers. Your mindset will be an apostolic mindset. Your business will be an apostolic business that will compete with any business of the world and be a dominant force in our culture and society because you did it God's way and not your way. You know, I'm reminded of Hebrews 1 and 9. I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. It's so powerful. Listen, this is this is what uh, is being said here. He says, for you have cherished righteousness and detested lawlessness. I'm going to read that again. For you have cherished righteousness. In other words, you've 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 brought that you brought it in. You've cherished it. You nurtured it. You knew something there. Hey, there's something here. I want it. I cherish it. I'm going to study for it. I'm going to go out of my way, learn all I can. You have cherished righteousness and detested lawlessness. 
we live in a lawlessness world, lawless world, a lot of a lot of lawlessness we're seeing. It's negative. It's poison. It will kill you. It will destroy your family, your finances, lawlessness. When we operate in it, nobody wins. But righteousness is like water being given to a plant. It thrives. It grows. It blossoms. It produces fruit. Not 40, not 60, but 100% good fruit. You know why? Because the seed was good. (laughs) The seed was good. And it produced good roots even before it became a, 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 a plant. Underneath, when nobody's seen it, that seed taken root, and then there came a shoot, then there became a stalk, then a full-fledged plant became and was righteous. Paul says, for you have cherished righteousness and detested lawlessness for this reason. God, your God, has anointed you and poured out the oil of bliss on you more than on your friends. You know, when we get the anointing, when we truly realize our anointing and we cherish it and we detest anything that is unrighteous, You separate yourself from the world. You no longer have an identity of the world, but you have a Christ stamp on you. That's when you become the true Christian. You don't have to call yourself a Christian. You don't have to wear the chain around your neck. You don't have to put a T-shirt on that says it. You don't have to get the bumper sticker. People know that you're different. You're not like the world. You're thinking. You have an apostolic mind. You're not like the world. And guess what? Yeah, you're going to have some opposition because Satan don't like that. Satan does not like you to be different from the world. That's why the Bible says, be not conformed to this world. And when we're not conformed to this world, we don't have to operate on its system. Now, we do have to pay attention. We do have to render unto Caesar what is Caesar, but he also says, render unto God, what is God? All of this has to be taken into consideration. As an individual, as the anointing breaks the yokes, as we begin to see with our spiritual eyes, as we begin to hear with our spiritual ears, Listen to what the voice of God is saying to the church in this hour. Be not conformed to this world. Be mindful of Satan and his tactics. So important. And, you know, when we're talking about, you know, hatred of sin and hatred of lawlessness, you know, in that text I just read in Hebrews 1, 9, There are a lot of Christians who dislike lawlessness, but this is not the heart of Jesus. He hates it. Yeah. Lawlessness, Jesus hates it. 
He hates it. And if we're going to live like Jesus, if we're going to call ourselves Christians, we've got to love what he loves and hate what he hates. We can't just say we dislike it or, you know, uh, it don't make us feel good. No, you got to hate it. You got to turn from it. You don't want it. You ever had somebody try to give you something to eat and you don't want it? You don't have an appetite for it? No, I don't want it. I don't want it on my plate. I don't want to see it. No, you don't even put me in the presence with it. I don't want it. It's like having a skunk in the room. You don't want it in there. It will pollute the whole room. Have everybody smelling like skunk. (laughs) I hate to break it down that way, but that's the way we have to be with sin. Because that's exactly what sin does. You get a little bit of of yeast. You know, don't have that Pharisee's yeast. Because eventually, when when the temperature gets hot, humidity, it's going to rise. It's going to rise. It'll start out little, but it's going to rise. God hates sin. God hates lawlessness. Then so much we should be as well. That's why I say we as men, we've got to lead the way. That is the whole purpose of the Kingdom Podcast Show is to bring in awareness, to inspire, to inform men to live better quality lives, healthy spiritually, physically, and mentally. That is the purpose of the Kingdom Podcast Show. I'm passionate about it. That is my calling. I know that God is in the midst, regardless of who hears it, who accepts it. God given me the ability and the equipment, thank you, God, to put this in the world and go worldwide with it. And it has been successful. I'm thankful for that, but I don't boast in it because all the credit goes to him and he alone. If I can get a testimony of someone who heard the podcast, someone who the podcast touched live, if, if God just give me that testimony to be in agreement with his word and he get the magna, the magnified manifested glory all back to him. I'm satisfied. I'm good. I'm good. I am good because at the end of the day, for me as an individual, I've done what God had called me to do. I've said what God had called, called for me to say. And then it's, it's left up to the individual, you know, it's left up to them. I don't have any fancy words. You know, there are a lot of podcasts you can put on and guys, you know, they got this and, 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 and I'm not hating or nothing like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I, there, there's things that God give you. He didn't give me. There's things that God gave them. He didn't give us. But as an individual, we still have to operate on the level of God ability that he gave us. And then some. Because you don't want to just settle for uh, the basics, but you want to grow. Yeah, you want to grow and you got to start somewhere. So uh, prayerfully, I'm encouraging somebody to step out of the boat. Be a Peter, step out of the boat. If this is you, God, then bid me to come unto you. And then you'll start walking on water. 
And we've already read what Peter done. He, he looked down. He started looking back. He started becoming aware of what he was doing. He took his eyes off of God, off of Jesus. He took his eyes off. And when he did, the Bible says he immediately began. He didn't say he sank, but he began to sink. But then he cried out to the Lord. God got him. And they were able to go on over to the other side. <laughs> I love God. I love God. I love Jesus. I love the, the, the word that he given all of us to read. Hey, listen, guys, if this has been a blessing to you, I, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to hear from God concerning this episode and how of an impact it has made on your life. Prayerfully and hopefully something has been said to inspire you, to inform you, to live that quality, healthy life so that you can be healthy and productive and be successful at what you're doing. And if you have not heard the voice of God, then learn to hear the voice of God. Get the resources. Buy the books. Listen to podcasts that edifies and magnifies God and not just some trash that's out there on the internet, but listen to quality content. I believe you will find that here and there are thousands of others that is just as anointed as mine. But I'm going to tell you something. You've got to get out of the boat. You can hear it all day, but if you never get out of the boat, if you never take the medicine, you you won't be cured of whatever it is that's ailing your body and your finances, your family and friends. So if this episode has been a blessing to you, why don't you go ahead and scroll down at the very bottom of the episode page. You will find a link. Click that link. It will take you over to our webpage. We want to interact with you. We're also now on Facebook, the Kingdom Podcast Show Facebook page. Go there. If you like the content that you've heard, go there and you can post your questions. You can interact with the community. We would love to hear what our audience is saying about the Kingdom Podcast Show and the content of the episodes that we're bringing to you. Hey, listen, we've got to go, but I pray and hope that you've been inspired, that you will live your life according to God's will, God's plan. And remember, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all of his righteousness. And these things are going to be added unto you. It's his word. God is not a man that will lie. You can trust, you can believe in him, even when you can't see his work, even when you can't hear from him, he's there. He's waiting on you. God bless you. We love you. Look forward to hearing and seeing you in the next episode.